Hello podcast listeners, in this episode I'll be looking at LGBTQ plus art and design. First, let's look at the history of the pride flag. Harvey Bernard Milk was an American politician who was well known for being the first openly gay elected official in the state of California, where he was elected to the San Francisco Board of Supervisors. In 1977, he gave veteran Gilbert Baker the task of coming up with a pride flag, saying that he felt that queer people needed something that was positive, that celebrated their love. Milk's flag was inspired by Judy Garland's Over the Rainbow, with Judy Garland seen as a gay icon. The flag had eight colours with symbolic meaning to each of them, hot pink for sex, red for life, orange for healing, yellow for sunlight, green for nature, turquoise for magic and art, indigo for serenity, and violet for spirit. Milk was assassinated in 1978, and demand for the flag increased as people wanted to show their support and respect. The first versions of the rainbow flag were flown on June 25, 1978, for the San Francisco Gay Freedom Day Parade. Although the flag began selling with seven colours instead, cutting out the hot pink, which was allegedly difficult to obtain for the flags. However, the most common flag you will see in modern day is made of six colours, simply put, red, orange, yellow, green, blue and purple, as the even number is apparently easier to produce. It was not until 1994 that the rainbow flag was truly established as a symbol for LGBTQ pride. That year, Baker made a mile-long version to commemorate the 25th anniversary of the Stonewall Riots. Since then, the flag has been adapted to be even more inclusive, with Philadelphia adding brown and black at the top of their flag in 2017 to highlight the significance of queer people of colour in the LGBTQ community. Other flags with similar intentions have also been designed and sold. Recently emerging in popularity is the Progress Pride flag designed by Portland, Oregon-based artist Daniel Kazar in 2018. It surged in popularity following the death of George Floyd, with members of the LGBTQ community wishing to honour his memory by ensuring that black and brown people are included on the pride flag, while also wishing to stand in solidarity with people of colour. During the 50th anniversary of Pride Month, it was also advocated that the flag should serve as a tribute to activists of colour, such as Martha P. Johnson and Sylvia Rivera, who were key advocates for LGBT rights in 1969, leading the riots at the Stonewall Inn. LGBTQ plus STEM, which advocates for queer and trans inclusion in the scientific and technological fields, tweeted that without the activism of transgender people of colour, the LGBTQ plus community would not have pride today. Therefore, it's evident that they support Kazar's Progress Pride flag, which incorporates the traditional pride flag with the transgender flag and elements representing people of colour. Apart from the pride flag itself, flags for individual sexes, gender identities and or expressions and sexual orientations have also been created, such as the intersex flag, the transgender pride flag, bisexual flag, the asexual flag, polyamorous flag, the list goes up to at least 30 flags which embody different aspects of the LGBTQ community. Secondly, let's look at the history of the pink triangle. Before I start, please share my podcast to your friends and family to spread the LGBTQ education. Also, please subscribe to be notified about new episodes and leave a review of the podcast as it would really help to increase the promotion of these episodes. 
Pink triangles were originally used as a badge of shame in Nazi concentration camps to identify gay prisoners. In 1973, post-war Germany's first gay rights organisation, Homosexual Action West Berlin, abbreviated to HAW, reclaimed the pink triangle to serve as a symbol of gay power and pride. Officially, homosexuality was made illegal in Germany in 1871, but it was rarely enforced, that is, until 1933 when the Nazi party took power. Their mission was to racially and culturally purify the German race. The Nazis viewed certain groups of people as a drain on the economy and a disease of German blood, including LGBT individuals, especially gay men. The estimated figure of the United States Holocaust Memorial Museum is that 100,000 gay men were arrested by the Nazis and between 5,000 and 15,000 were placed in concentration camps. Furthermore, an estimated 65% of gay men in these concentration camps died between 1933 and 1945. Even after the Second World War, both Soviet-controlled East Germany and West Germany upheld the country's anti-gay law, with many homosexuals remaining imprisoned until the early 1970s when the gay rights movement began to emerge in Germany. With the emergency of the gay rights movement, the men with the pink triangle the first autobiography of a gay concentration camp survivor was published in 1972. On a global scale, the pink triangle has been used in cities and communities around the world. The symbol was used on posters in the 1980s, calling attention to the AIDS crisis, and since the 1990s, the pink triangle has been used as a sign to signify that certain establishments and communities are safe spaces for queer people. There are also pink triangle memorials located in San Francisco and Sydney, honouring those who died in Nazi Germany's concentration camps. Furthermore, in 2018, for Pride Month, Nike released a collection of shoes called Be True, featuring pink triangles, which would raise financial support for LGBTQ organisations. Thank you for listening to my podcast. Please subscribe and share it with your friends and family. And goodbye for now.